Hey, what's up, you guys? This is uh, Gabby, Fearless and Free, and we have a special guest here with us today. We're going to be talking about all things Super Bowl and why we shouldn't be engaging in it. Um, I think it's very important that people know and be aware of this, and I don't think people are aware. I mean, my parents are literally upstairs right now watching it, and they're clueless to what is happening. So I reached out to my girl, Audra, who has seen this firsthand and has spoken to people and her experience with this. So I just wanted to bring her on. Audra, how are you? I'm great, Gabby. Thank you for having me. I think this is so important. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. Tell us a little bit about, about yourself really quick before we dive in deep. Uh, well, I'm an activist in San Diego County. I also have a radio show um, the on the answer San Diego. It's called Eye of the Storm. It's on KCBQ. It's Saturdays at 5 p.m. on 1170 a.m. and 96.1 FM. Um, but basically, you know, we just work to stand up against all of this tyranny, um, tyranny, whatever. I like to say tyranny. Yeah, tyranny tyranny. For me, it's, <laughs> it's just the way I say whatever. But, um, you know, if we don't stand up and, and shine light on things, then people can't see it. So, you know, I go to board of supervisors meetings, not to change them, but to let the people know what's going on around them. Because, you know, if they don't really see it at first, you can't understand why we come forward with these types of things, you know, but it couldn't be more important because we have to wake up the others to keep, keep them from going off the cliff, you know? Exactly. And that is where I actually met you at as the supervisors board, board of supervisors in San Diego. That's where I first met That's you. Right. And then we started seeing each other at rallies. And then uh, I just thought she's a cool chick and we have a lot in common and now we're friends. So, uh, hi, Jess, how are you? <laughs> I'm here. Uh, Jess. I'm here if you're listening. Uh, yes. <laughs> I met actually I met Audra probably a few years ago at yep. a, a revival I believe it was right. Uh, well, it was. Not, it was. It was, of it course, was some. Mm -hmm. It was a church thing or something. Yes. Outdoors. Okay. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Um, okay, you, so you also had a story, didn't you? Have a brief story. Yeah, something? I. <clears throat> what is your story? Uh, so I was paralyzed for eight years from a spinal tap. I have MS. And so um, I just started walking about four and a half years ago. It'll be five June 1st. So, um, you know, I, I that's why part of the reason why I fight so hard, too, is because of all the things going on medically that I think people should be aware of, because I wasn't aware at the time that you could be paralyzed for a spinal tap and they don't tell you that. And so, you know, I should have sued the doctor, but I was so sick at the time and I just didn't know what to do. Um, but by the grace of God, I mean, he told me to get up and walk and I, you know, he gave me another chance at life. I wound up, you know, being able to walk for a moment and then I couldn't. And so I had to go to physical, like a rehabilitation center. And I basically broke my feet walking again because they, my bones were so brittle from um, being in a chair. I was getting osteo. Um, Pina. And so it's just, uh, yeah, it was really painful, but I was like, at least I'm walking. I got two walking Aww. boots. Like, so it's, you know, it's been a journey, but I knew there was some kind of battle coming up. And so I'm happy to be fighting the fight for God and to bring his, you know, um, creation back over center. Cause we've just gone astray. And it's like the Super Bowl is one thing where it's 
so right in your face. But I mean, we've been so indoctrinated to believing these things are good and that it's just like this family event. But once you see something, it's like once you spot Waldo, you can't stop spotting him everywhere. So it's yeah. like they everything they do sticks out like a sore thumb when you when you see the truth and the light. And it's like, you know, you just want other people to come around to that because they don't understand that they're being deceived and in, in what they're engaging in in these things. So, yeah, Audrey, Audrey, really quickly, quickly. Do you hear something, Jess, like a little crackling? No, I hear we are great over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you were at the Super Bowl last year. What are things that you saw or heard or anything that happened in California? Well, it was pretty crazy. So, I mean, in LA, we know their mandates have been some of the strictest. And so they actually were requiring a vaccine and or a um, negative COVID test. Um, and, you know, I knew they were giving out free vaccines for um, a ticket in there, but we didn't actually find that out until uh, we were there for a little while. Um, but there's also, you can see there's human trafficking. We know that isn't a conspiracy because every time after the Super Bowl, the police always talk about their sting operations and how many people they arrested in it. But it's like, they're really not going in there and seeing what you're seeing because you're seeing young girls that are dressed very provocatively that are just barely pubescent. Like, I mean, they're not, even they shouldn't be dressed like that and when you're going to a game most people don't dress provocatively it's like you know you're, they're wearing sports shirts and different things um, but also another requirement was wearing masks and that's a very good way to hide people um, that's why I always you know the masks have been such a terrifying thing because you know you don't see their face and it can you know you just you don't know what's going on under that mask but you would see like these grown men with a bunch of young girls that were dressed in this way. And it's like, what dad would allow their children to like go to a game like that provocatively, let me you stop, know? Let me stop you real quick. I think there's something rattling on your mic. That's what it oh. is. It, her mic, her mic, your oh, mic is hitting on your, it's hitting on yeah. something. Okay. Go ahead. It's, yeah. it's okay. hitting your, your coat. Um, and so, you know, it was just really sad to see. So I'm on the microphone just kind of, exposing this as we're you know there and people are flooding in and you know nobody necessarily wants to hear it they're kind of think that you're crazy it's like but that's going on and they had a lot of town cars there that will drop these girls off or these women that are dressed in such a I mean they look like prostitutes um and it's like that's just not the place I mean why would you go in there dressed like that unless you had some agenda and I remember talking to some of these um drivers in this one guy I mean it's like they all these drivers park in this one area and they're watching each other and I went up to this one guy and I started asking him about human trafficking and he was on the phone and I said I just want to ask you something and because he was on the phone they could hear what I said and he was like oh my gosh oh my like don't and then he goes I'll talk to you in a minute it was like come back but I could tell he was kind of terrified like he didn't want me to say that but then you see all the other ones in the cars looking at us and I thought this is something that could get him killed if he you know it spoke to me so I thought I don't think that we necessarily need to do this but this is all we need to know because it's evident everywhere and these guys know what they're doing um but it's kind of it's like a you know a, I mean I don't even know what to call it like a, a mafia or, a you know, something. agenda yeah. yeah but they have all these people that like keep everyone in line and make sure that you know they don't talk about it and they're not you know exposing the others in it but it's just sad to see that. And so, you know, the police didn't wind up liking that. And so they came and, you know, were trying to tell me that I was blocking the entrance 
um, which was quite funny because there was all they were lined up in a line. And I'm thinking, you're the one blocking the entrance. There was like 10 or 15 of them. And how is one person, me, just sitting here on the sidewalk, which is public property, doing anything? But it's like they don't want you to expose the things that are going on inside. You know, I mean, it's it's disturbing. It's very sad. But, um, yeah. Let's uh, I kind of want to take a look at some of this footage that you sent here um, and play it. And then we'll uh, ask you questions right after. Okay. All of this will never end if you guys continue to comply and just take a test to come or just inject yourself just to come to a game. This is a huge human trafficking event. Please educate yourself before you continue to comply. I dropped the flag here, and they don't like no so they got mad because I dropped the flag here. They don't want anything. We're not, we're not trying to start anything up. The truth will set you free. Please understand that by coming here, you are supporting your trafficking. You are either injecting yourself with a bioweapon that has HIV in it, or you gave up your genetic code that's being sent to China. Dr. Fauci created HIV, he has a patent on it, and he put it in these vaccines. Please educate yourself before you continue to take any boosters. They're destroying your immune system. They do not want people to be well. In fact, this is a huge depopulation agenda. The Great Reset, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. Educate yourself. Event 201, they did a dry run of COVID before they- So you, you're going down everything about uh, the Obviously, Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Um, and obviously, the people that are going in don't really give a crap what you're saying. No, they don't. They don't. Let me ask you this. I, I know a lot of us, you know, we all are in, you know, we watch the news. We, we get our information from different sources. And we're like, yes, we agree with it. Why do you, I know that you, well, I know that you were, you said you were paralyzed and you, you had a better purpose bigger purpose do you feel like this is the main purpose is to get out speak out about all this stuff the new world order stuff plus trafficking charging. yeah everything yeah i think everything um i think it's important to bring light to all things i mean because they're all connected you know it's like once you take a step back from a you know forty-five-thousand foot view you can see that everything is intertwined they you know they they start with us as we're children and then they go through the schools and do things like that. And then, you know, just so that they can indoctrinate us along the way to make us comply with, you know, just kind of everything and not really question authority. And, you know, it's our duty as citizens. That's what we, the people are supposed to do is hold our government accountable because everything that they're doing is like a global takeover. It's a totalitarian agenda that it's in every aspect. And so if you don't see it like that and you just compartmentalize it, then you don't realize what's going on and you can kind of, you know, brush certain things away and not really take the weight of it. But I mean, once you see that it's in everything, I mean, they poison our food, they poison the water, they poison the air. I mean, they're poisoning us with vaccines. And, you know, I would rather tell the truth no matter what, and, and you know, venture this world alone, than to sit here and let people walk off a cliff, or, you know, whatever, just because they don't want to believe that this is possible and that, you know, things aren't what they seemed. I remember growing up and it was like, you know, nothing really made sense. And I thought, well, 
weird. Then once I started piecing everything together, I was like, oh my gosh, it makes sense. But it's, you know, they want to take God out of everything. They want to destroy God's creation. And that comes in every aspect of our lives. And so, you know, but it has to be a slow and gradual thing. Nobody, I mean, they're giving people sewer water and it took them 30 years. I mean, in the nineties, people brought this forward and they said, oh my gosh, it's bananas. They were horrified of it. And now after 30 years, people are thinking that it's fresher than clean water. And it's like, you could go drill for water. I mean, you know, but we're being brainwashed to think that things that they're doing are best for us. And we have to understand that that isn't the case because there are other options and they refuse to um, acknowledge them, look into them, and they would rather censor us than, um, you know, let the truth come out. So, yeah, for me, it's It's true. Life or death. I do believe that people rather act ignorant in the information that is being given to them. So like for somebody who's watching or listening to this and saying, that's not true. Like I've never heard of that before. I mean, my parents are perfect examples. They're like, where did you hear this? I know you had something that you wanted to read to us so that people could get more of an understanding of what the Super Bowl actually really is and where it comes from. Yes, I do. So um, here we go. So it's, so today is the big satanic ritual. I mean, football games. So this is actually, I wanted to say first, this is a, from a freedom fighting friend, Jeff, who um, sent this to me. Um, so I mean, football game, haha. Super Bowl equals superb owl. The power structure, a.k.a. the controlling entities behind everything, are showing the entire world who they are and what they do. They worship Satan and pray to Molech, the superb owl. These wealthy psychopaths, sorry, my psychopathic, sociopathic, and pedophilic creatures worship a giant effigy of Molech at Bohemian Grove every year. They have to tell you what they are doing, and they always do, but it's disguised as fiction or or folklore or satire. So what's really going on behind the scenes is more children are abducted and more human trafficking happens on a superb owl day than any other day of the year. Also, this joyous celebratory day, more women are verbally and emotionally abused and physically beaten by their husbands and boyfriends than any other day throughout the year. You're being misled, programmed, and controlled. Everything is by design. It is all bread and um, circuses. Millions upon millions of people will consume massive amounts of alcohol and stuff their pie holes with tons of toxic, chemically riddled food like substances while sitting on their asses in front of the televisions today. They'll watch a bunch of overpaid athletes get play a kid's game, and then be inundated with commercials that are specifically designed to sell them shit they don't need and can't afford. The entire carnival atmosphere is reptile, I'm sorry, replete (laughs) with a satanic ritual disguised as a halftime music show. I'm suggesting you do something different today. Break the cycle of control. Break the cycle of indoctrination and abuse. Kill your TV. Go for a hike. Read a book hug your child, kiss your dog. I killed my television 16 years ago. You can too. Today is an enormous psychological experiment for the masses. The halftime show is pure evil. Superb owl day is a magic show, a ritual. Satan is running rampant in this physical realm in which we reside. 
but you do not have to take part in any of the ritual madness. Just refuse. That's what I do. Non-compliance. And um, wow. Lou, I can't, I can't move my computer. And so I shoot, I can't give him credit right now. It's a Lou see something um but it also did say what we participate in we consent to knowingly or not that's how it works so you know whether people know it or not if that's what they're engaging in that's what's happening and and until you see it then you can't stand and go i don't want to participate in that anymore you know but it's okay we've all been deceived. That's the thing. I feel like people feel alone and they're like, well, I don't want to be the only one standing up and saying something because they're going to say I'm crazy. Well, I would rather you say I'm crazy and, tell, and I'm telling you the truth than sit here and lie to you and perpetuate that no matter how afraid it is. I mean, you know, I've been assaulted by the police. I've been arrested. It's like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to ensure that our future is going down the right path. And, you know, I, I believe that this is like God is leading me in this. So I know I don't have anything to fear except for if I don't do it. That's yeah. what my fear is. If I, if I do nothing. How That's do you good. feel? I like your courage. How do you feel that, uh, hobby, the CEO of hobby lobby has put out two commercials about Jesus during the Super Bowl? See, I didn't know that. I, I, I wasn't aware of their commercials. So that's interesting. Do you, do I think you have that the that's, commercials. Yeah. No, do you? No, I don't. I'd but. be interested to see it actually, because yeah. you never know. It's like it could, it could be portrayed in a way that isn't, you know, in the well, likeness right. of Jesus. So, it also knows? makes Christians be like, oh, maybe I should watch the Super Bowl to see those two commercials. Yep, <laughs> and newer Christians into watching a satanic ritual as well. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And right. that's pretty much how they do it. I'll look for it during the show. Um, but I thought that was interesting. They spent like $20 million on those two commercials uh, wow. to bring Jesus. And I, I believe the organization is called Led Us. I'm not sure. Maybe I think that's what it's called. Like L-E-A-D? Uh, let Us. Oh, Let Us. Sorry. Let okay. us. Something like that. It's interesting. I'd have to look into that because it makes you wonder what would their spin be on it? Would it be good? When would they play it? And, you know, what's their halftime show going to be about? So, you know, it's still good to throw that in there. But, yeah, there's always a ploy with that because it's like usually they almost keep that from being. But I can see that as a ploy to get more people to come or watch or, you know, participate in it for sure. And a lot yeah. of people do watch Super Bowl just for the halftime show alone. Here, I mean, they do. Uh, it's the campaign is called uh, He Gets Us. It's, uh, it's uh, linked to an anti LGBT hate group. Oh, well, that's what they say. Right. Uh, here, is, here is the commercial. Uh, we'll actually, I found it. Let me just uh, let this other commercial play on top of the commercial. Um, <laughs> so this will be interesting what this is. This is um, going to play during the Super Bowl. Here we go. When something big is happening, a movement, a moment, a mission that could change the world, you want to be ready. You want to learn everything you can. And right now, something big is happening. He Gets Us is a multi-year national campaign to raise the respect and relevance of Jesus in our culture. It's starting conversations. It's grabbing attention and changing minds. It's all over Twitter, in Times Square, on billboards and in stadiums. And on February 12th, you'll see it on the biggest stage in America. You'll see Jesus in the Super Bowl. The conversation is starting. Are you ready for it? 
On Glue, you'll find pre-written emails, scripts, social posts, and other resources for you to use to activate your church before and after the Super Bowl. That's interesting. Hmm. I chills. I a little chilly there. Yeah. Uh, but this is <laughs> what... The reason why it's everyone's finally speaking out. Think about it. Everyone's speaking out about how it's so satanic, the Super Bowl is so horrible. This hasn't been done ever. I don't ever remember seeing a, a Christian commercial or so, talking about Jesus. So now seems like a good time. Well, it should have been all the time, but now seems like a great time to do it in a sense because everyone's losing faith in a way. And do you think by them knowing that there's going to be commercials like this on the Super Bowl, it just gives Christians more of a way to be like, well, I should just watch it then because they're um, well, going to be showing this commercial about Jesus. Not many people knows it. Not, not, not like, again, no one, it's very, no one, they're not really talking about their, their, on the other side, they're actually uh, saying this is an anti, uh, you know, this is a hate commercial. So, right. Which it didn't say anything about. Like the no. LGBTQ community. I mean, right. But they, but they look at like bringing Jesus back as hate. Like that's a hate thing. Like for real, like the, yeah. it's like hate speech to read the Bible. Well, that's right. What, exactly. That's what young Turk said about it. Wow. It was anti uh, hate group. That's who did it. Um, so I had a I, question really quick. Can I, can I ask a question? Cause my dad was asking me, he said, do you, so do you think the NFL has part in this? They, they know that this is a human trafficking event and they're behind it. My dad was asking me, I'm like, dad, I don't know, but I will find out. Cause I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. They're the ones engaging in it, but it's also, you know, their friends and different people that go. But I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I went and saw, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a, a movie on human trafficking that came out and they were talking about DHS and how many millions of, you know, um, tips or different things that they get every year. And they only catch a couple hundred. And I'm thinking, you guys have surveillance on us with our phones. They act like they can't, you know, track and trace us, but they're doing it for like even vehicle miles traveled. I mean, they, they want to put us in 15 minute cities. So, you know, the, the ignorance that they play is like, well, we can't do that. It's like, yes, you could. I mean, are you kidding me? You're just, you're not doing anything, but I know it's because they're engaging in it too. Mm. that's the problem it's like you guys would be way better i don't understand how you're only like catching a, a couple of them out yeah. of however many you know um uh, cases that you know exist yeah. so it's just bs and the fact that they try and then go like human trafficking isn't real yeah but every time even if in the slow like in the small realm they're still like the police always say this is how many human traffickers we catch every super bowl like they're always doing it. It's just not on a massive scale. So whether or not people believe that it's happening on a bigger scale, it, you can see it on a, a little level right here that they're yeah. telling you. They're just not telling you to the extent of what or how many. And, you know, but it's, it makes them look like they're doing their job. But there's like police officers engaging it. There's a ton of people. You know, it's like That's it doesn't like just um, stop it, you know, like. It, it's normal people. That's the thing. It's not like someone where you look at them and, and you're looking, you're like, they're homeless. You could tell by the way they look kind of thing. You know, it's like you look at these people and they'll be wearing a suit. I mean, they'll be wearing a uniform. They'll be a judge, you know, a senator. I mean, it's all over the place. And so, you know, that's why I think even like look at the 
Epstein stuff, they are not releasing a list. Why? Because it would expose all of these people that are in power and they're not going to allow that. So, Never. but what are the, my question is like, what are they using to communicate the, the sale of a, a child or, you know, I, I, I don't know if you remember that, um, that furniture store. Yes. The, uh, Wayfair, think, Wayfair. Do you think that has Wayfair. any link to, cause there's a lot of websites that do that. They have, there's like, for some reason it's 10 grand for this Sarah spoon, you know, absolutely. Do you think all you think that's a real thing? If you would have dropped 10 grand, something would have happened. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it's not everybody knowing that. Do you know what I mean? It's like the specific people that would know to go to there and, and that right. that's what it is. Other people are just going to be like, well, that's crazy. That's I'm not going to spend that much. Like, but I mean, right? for other people, they'll even have things like a logo or something that you can see specifically. Like if I, you know, whatever it is, they're, they're, it, it's it gives the person the knowledge that that's what's going on, like when they're selling stuff. But I think, you know, just looking at these young girls like that also is a, a way to do it. They'll probably bring them into the room where they're at. I mean, they have many tactics of doing it, but it's not something where you're just necessarily going to go, oh, that it's obvious because they have to. it's in your face. But it's also kind of the way they do it isn't Secret so in your face. Yeah. Do you think there's like a, a, a ring? going on at the Super Bowl where I mean how are they communicating that's the thing is like I know you say we there were being surveillance and everything but they got to be communicating somehow over the phone through an app that we must have access to uh that we have access to I don't yeah. know oh you mean the app oh yeah like probably they very well could I mean they know the numbers are like oh it's you know it's 500,000 kids this year you know they know I, you know, it's, it's boggles my mind is that they know how many kids exactly. Well, they're uh, saying millions, like millions of them, right? Like right. reports that they get. And it's like, really? but then they're literally only helping like a couple hundred. <laughs> and it's so because crazy. the way they do it, they have to like make sure. I mean, they, I understand that you got to make sure, but it's like sometimes in their, um, the way they do it, you almost miss a lot of them because of it. Cause you think, you it's know, it's, it's a lot of kids, but it's women. I mean, it's even men sometimes. Like, you just, yeah, you never know. What's I mean, it depends on what these people are into. What's the offense of trying to stop it? I don't know. That's the thing. I think exposing it. More You have to have people to see it because then it brings more light. Then they don't participate in certain things. But, I mean... That's the thing. It, it, what's going to take to stop all this stuff is that the people stand up and say enough is enough, you know, but we keep right. complying. We keep just going, well, it's okay. Well, nothing, there's nothing I can do about it. And it's like, well, there is like if we all stand up, but it takes everybody like, you know, feeling the fire under them. It's like, what, what's the hill you're going to die on it? You have to pick something. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be human trafficking, but I mean, what is it? I mean, they're coming after the kids, like they're giving you sewer water. You know what I mean? They're, I mean, they're trying to make good bad. So, I mean, if we continue to go down this road, like if you don't attack things early on, then you got to wait and backpedal and go, oh shoot, now we got to do this instead of catching it, like paying attention to what's going on. So you can nip it in the butt right away instead of having to wait because we waited so long and the people just sat there and did nothing about it. Exactly. Um, go ahead, Gabby. No, I was just going to say, uh, I mean, one thing how we can 
what we can do, I believe, and I was just trying to encourage people on my social media is just not to watch it today. We can yeah. hit them with hitting yes. them hard with the ratings. I mean, people, enough people know about this, like you said, bringing awareness, then don't, don't engage, like don't watch the, the, the Super Bowl. I mean, I think it, it hits them hard with ratings or, or do they not really, will it not affect them if people they don't got, watch? They got their money. Um, I mean, yeah, they, yeah. So I think there's a solution. There is a solution. And I think it needs to start with a movement of everybody starting to get a job in these industries that is corrupt. Become a police officer. Find what is the, the, the you know, obviously you're going to have to keep it a secret to yourself until you figure it out what's going on in the force. If there is corruption going on, expose it and go out full blast. Even if you know you're going to lose your job, security for the Super Bowl, sign up. If you're in a position right. to do that and maybe be able to expose it, like at the border, there's dirty agents down there. You got to, you know, some of us have to just like, all right, that's it. I guess I'm going to the police force. I'm going to join and be an American first patriot that is going to stop what's going on. And then if we get enough of us taking over, we can finally have peace in this country and teachers and everybody. That's what I think. Right. Good. Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's not going to just be one answer, you know, I mean, we're in uncharted territory. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't. A, we, no, go ahead. Audrey. Well, it's just it's this isn't something like we can look back and I mean, it's there's similarities. Right. And they use similar playbooks. But there's a lot of things that have never been, you know, going on like this that we have to navigate. And so. You know, but it's trial and error and it's it's just doing something. It, that's what I mean. Like, even if it's like what I'm saying, like speaking out about it or bringing light to it and Gabby's talking, you know, then it um, allows you to actually go and say, I'm not going to participate. And then even with you, it's like getting into these places so that we can take it back. But the problem is, too, like even a bunch of the officers left in San Diego because of the vaccine mandates. And, you know, we used to hold rallies for them, which was great. But during that time, there would be some of them as they were getting ready to be terminated. They're like, you know, they're coming after your guns. Be careful. That's I just want you guys to know that. So, I mean, they'll even tell us stuff like that because they they get to a certain point where they can't hold the line anymore because they're like, you know, they're coming down on us. And so we have to go. But they did that intentionally. They had to get rid of all the good cops because. They need the people that are just going to comply and enforce whatever they want them to and not question authority, you know, and it's like, that's what's so scary is that, I mean, I, I wish I'd never be a cop because they won't let me, but I wish because I would actually do my job and uphold my oath and like arrest these people for doing things that are totally, you know, like they're murdering people and, and it's no joke, you know, but they want us to look like we're just some conspiracy theorists when it's like we're we're doing what you claim to be doing, which is trying to save people's lives. Like just everything that you offer is not a solution. And you created the problem. We're just trying to let people know the truth so that they don't have to continue to listen to this and believe it. You know, because it sounds so good what they tell you, like we're here for you. It's public health and safety and we want equity and equality and all this stuff. But all of that is doublespeak. It's like they're throwing it in your face that that's not been what they're doing. But until you pay attention, you won't even know it. Like you have to be around these people enough to understand that what they're doing is totally bogus and it's not for the betterment of society or humanity. I mean, they're not homing ho homeless people. They're letting people through the border and housing them right away. It's like... I mean, but yet you sit here and claim that you care about homeless people and, you know, but you don't do anything about it. But like what? Go get them a vaccine. How nice of you. 
you just probably killed him. Like, right. you know, <laughs> one, one, Wonder, when did you stop? When did you stop watching the Super Bowl, or when did you, you know, find out that there was ha human trafficking happening? When did you find out? I would say a couple of years ago, but I stopped watching probably like four years ago or something. And and once I started looking into everything and going like, holy crap, okay, now what? Because for a while I couldn't even like in um, retain any kind of information because I was so sick and on so many meds. Like they had me on, they would just kill you with meds. It's great. Mm -hmm. They just, they're like love pharma customers. Cause they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You're just, just keep taking this and try that. And who cares if these affect that and that way, just take it. And as long oh, as you're sick yeah. and not well, we'll just like continue to help you in that way. That's what they think is help. But so once I could finally retain information, I just started going on every rabbit hole and I was, and then COVID hit and I was like, oh my gosh, okay this is not right. I was like, we're not going to go back to normal. Everything has changed. And, you know, and then you just start pulling everything together and it's like, you see the human trafficking and even that adrenochrome. So, I mean, all the stuff where you're like, what? And people don't want to believe it. It's like, I don't want to believe this. I wish this wasn't the truth, but I can't just turn away from it. It's like, you, you can't do that. Once you see, you can't unsee. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to play this clip from uh, California. Here we go. If not for double standards and hypocrisy, this ruling class would have nothing. Here they're on NFL property. So the sidewalk belongs to them too? I'm not talking about a sidewalk. Yeah, but this, this is, is part, part of the sidewalk. It is a city of Inglewood, and this is public property. We just like to have the law of health. Please educate yourself before you We are here. So obviously he was trying to kick you off the property. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, that's why they had all those officers there and we were talking to him at one point, but he's trying to say the sub, the public sidewalk is their private property, which it isn't. And then he's just like, I'm not going to argue with you. They wind up leaving. I mean, because it's kind of like a game of chicken sometimes because they always try and intimidate you. And that's the thing. I'm like, you guys are acting outside of your oath and outside the law. You're sitting here trying to tell me I can't be here. But that's why we have to know our rights. Like, you have mm -hmm. to know them so that you don't let these people walk all over you. And that's the thing. People are like, why are you doing that? Because I'm standing up for my rights like everybody should. The more we don't, the more they walk all over us. And it's like, if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. I'm not giving them even a cent meter or a mm. millimeter like a hair you know whatever like it's ridiculous so we have to go no i know what my rights are you guys don't have the right to do that you know and it's usually they back away but they have to sit there and intimidate you to try and get you to just leave first and it's like i i'm not i know my rights and i'm not gonna like it's more important for me to tell these people the truth than to you for you to lie to me and have me go okay i, I don't know my rights and i'm just gonna go away like there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. You know, they just yeah. want to act like it. Audra, they want you, you to cave in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Audra, are you blackpilled? I don't even know what that means. It means everything is just going to be doom and gloom for now on. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I mean, I know things. Oh, always hope. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, that's why I continue to do this, because I know that there's always hope. God could cleanse the land. But that's why I feel like, too, it's up to us. Why would he want to cleanse the land if the people aren't willing to do anything? But that's why I want to wake up the people to be like, let's do this. We can take it back. We can move a mountain if we want to. Honestly, like we totally can. If I can walk from being paralyzed, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I never thought I would be here. But I know that all things are possible. And so we just have to trust God, too, and know that there is brightness ahead. It doesn't. But I think two people want to see like this big fix and like the great hurrah and like, oh, my gosh, it's like a surprise party. And you show up and it's and you're like, ah, but it's no, it's slow trickling of little things. So it's like if you can't appreciate those small things then you will think that there is nothing good going on. But I look at things like the vaccine information coming out. It's like, you know, even just more human trafficking stuff. More people will talk about it. It's not so stigmatized. But at the same time, I do see other things coming down the pipe. But that just makes me want to go, okay, we got to tackle this. Let's get on that. And it's, you know, but it's not like it's not a horrible thing to be doing this. I feel like it's exciting because you like what you're doing matters and there's so much like that can come from it. But if we do nothing, that's what I'm terrified of is if we do nothing, then heck yeah, it's doom and gloom. Oh my gosh. Then there's, I mean, then we just wait and let it all happen. Yeah. I believe a lot of people are paid to eat at some point. Yeah. People's (laughs) silence is the problem at times, you know? And that's why I admire you for speaking out and a lot of people who speak out. Yeah. It's important. That's good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for G- Gabby. Uh, oh. um, Audra, so, okay, there's hope. Um, it's not going to be doom and gloom. Uh, where is there um, any way? Okay, let me ask you this. Are you waking up anybody? Do you think? Is it still too late? Because I know, remember the whole Great Awakening, and you know, now it seems like it is set in stone that you are on the right or you are on the left. Is it still possible to even wake up some of these lefties? Absolutely. I think because, you know, even just as, as long as we've been doing this, you know, different people will come along that, you know, see a different side of things. Um, but I think there, I mean, this is an intentional delusion. There's a veil of delusion on the people intentionally. So, um, I think it's up to us to help lift that. And so it's not going to be everybody that it's lifted from, which is unfortunate. Like, I feel like, you know, my dad might be one of them, I you know, but there'll be people that have taken the vaccine and then realize later when they got injured or something happened or had one of their family, then they start to see and they get mad and they, they need us to help them come along the way and go, it's all right. You know, we've been here. We, we just want, that's why we can't ostracize people and be like, why are you wearing a mask? Screw you for getting that vaccine. I hope you die. It's like, no, I, I want you to know the truth because I don't want like I've been to vaccine sites where I'm like trying to tell these people that there's lying in getting it. And I'm like, there's HIV in it, please. You know, and they're just like, oh, that's so funny. So am I going to die of AIDS? I was like, that is oh, my gosh, I wish I was kidding right now, but I'm so serious. And you won't like just look into it is all I'm asking. Like, mm-hmm. it, let this pique your curiosity to go, wait a minute. Well, maybe that's true. Maybe not. But I would rather people prove me wrong. Right. is part of it too, you know? And so I think that there's many people that are continuing to wake up, but there's also people that have been awake that kind of almost go back to sleep and they go lulled to sleep with 
things not happening in the 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 speed that they want. And they think that if you just do something one time that that's all you need to do and that it's just going to change stuff. And I'm like, no, this is a journey. Like this is our lifetime. We can't, it took how long for us to get here. We got to, it's going to take forever for us to even just get things and continue to make sure that they're going down the right path. But that's when we do nothing. Then yeah, all you have to look forward to is just destruction because they're going to continue to, you know, taint the kids. Who knows? They're going to make them, I don't know what. Do you feel like the Super Bowl is rigged? Oh my gosh, yes. All the games. All the games. All of them. Yeah. Who's gonna win tonight? Which oh, you? I don't know. What's your prediction? <laughs> it's a prediction. I don't even know who's playing. Kansas City Chiefs versus it's like the, the Chiefs and and the Eagles. I know Jess okay. can't wait to watch the kickoff everyone. <laughs> no, I just love to predict the games because I know that it is rigged. Because I believe that the cities sometimes do a huge sacrifice to win the Super Bowls. And I think Philly is going to win because they did a huge sacrifice uh, on the election. And I think since they rigged it so hard and and there was so much attention towards it, uh, I think they are going to. Uh, and plus they got that Fetterman guy in too, which was, was completely rigged as well. A lot of shady wow. stuff going in Pennsylvania. So that's my prediction. Now, Kansas City Chiefs, I'm surprised they're not up in arms about changing the name. So I was waiting for that as well. But I'm going with Eagles. That's my prediction. I have a question for Jess. I know I'm not supposed to be interviewing you, Jess. <laughs> when was the last time you stopped watching the Super Bowl? Or are you watching it tonight? <laughs> I haven't stopped. I like watching it to see what they're doing. All right. That's yeah. the only reason. I like to see the commercials, see what kind of symbols they're using, see anything that I can get. Okay, how can I show a leftist? This is predictive programming or whatever. That's why I watch it. Yeah. I yeah. think that's good. That that's important too. Like to, but we that you have to watch it with those eyes. Right. You know, I think a lot of people watch it with the eyes of the belief and like this is so great. But it's even like the news. Sometimes you got to watch the news, knowing it's total bullshit, right? But going, okay, it's okay because I'm just getting information from this. This is actually going to help me, but I'm not looking at it as though they're telling me the truth. I'm watching and seeing them. So it is good to watch the commercial because even I'm curious to know, I want to see the halftime show because I know that there's going to be a whole lot of symbolism and satanic and satanic stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, they're on, they're on a, they're on like a full blown satanic rampage right now. I mean, if you just saw the Grammys, just that Sam Smith thing alone, uh, uh, they don't care. They are out and open. Yes. And uh, and and I and the reason why I look at the commercials is to see the symbols. There's a whole list of pedophile symbols out there, and I'm curious if maybe those will yeah. show up, or uh, maybe they are selling some children through these commercials. I don't know. We'll see. Right. <laughs> sure. Um, we'll see it on the Weber Report tomorrow because oh, Jess will be talking right. about it. I'll be watching the Super Bowl all day. Uh, Audra, or uh, repeat, right? Audra, where um, do you do this on your radio show? Do you talk about all the child trafficking and like what is the radio show about? Um, it's, it's just kind of you know, things about going on in the county, but also worldwide and just why it's so important for us to pay attention. But I, I haven't dug too much into human trafficking, but I did talk about it. Um, and I have. 
Um, but I, you know, I, this next week coming up, it'll be a good show. Cause I can then talk about all this on there and what has mm-hmm. transpired once we do see these videos, love the commercials and the they don't you know, halftime show. They don't censor. They don't, they don't. That's an FM or AM FM and AM. Interesting. Yeah. But because I, you know, it's like, like I have to find sponsors, so they're not paying me. So it's like, that okay. gives me the freedom to say whatever I want. And they know I was telling them right away. And I thought maybe they're not going to like me. And then they're like, we love it. They love my show. Awesome. <laughs> it's great. That's they always awesome. give me support. And they say, even if we don't necessarily believe everything, because the guy that runs it's vaccinated, you know, and <laughs> oh, is he? But he knows I talk about and but he said he's not going to get another one. And I, I like to share information with him because I feel like that's my place too. even even though these people have a certain view, I think being able to come and talk to him no matter what, but not coming at him in an angry way, but just going, I just want you to know this. I don't know if you knew that, then it can open their eyes. So it's, you know, I think it's an all around opportunity, no matter where you are, even if you're at the store, you could talk about stuff like, did you watch Super Bowl? Did you know this? You know, like even yeah. it's just provoking yeah. even questions in people. What about I the Bills? That. What about that number three Bills player that dropped had a cardiac arrest or whatever on the on the field? Do you think that was from the clot shot? I do. I mean, it's like, is he still alive? I don't know. They can still do CGI. I'm still on the cusp on that. I'm a little behind on the news, but they could do a lot of stuff with technology to make it seem like someone's somewhere when they're not. I mean, even like giving a concert, it could look like they're up on stage and you wouldn't know the difference. Um, but I definitely do. And I think that that's why they've been trying to play games with it and kind of hide it and not really bring a whole lot of light to it. I mean, you know, the they guy, always, the guy was really religious. He's all about God, Jesus. And I wonder if Jesus saved him to draw attention on this about the clot shot. And he is for real and he's on a mission. And maybe that's why the bills did not go on to the Super Bowl. Cause that was my original prediction because of the massacre that happened in Buffalo. So I thought that was their sacrifice. I always think there's always a big sacrifice that, that happened. And that's how that city wins. Cause every time a big team wins, there's like, well, all this happened, this happened. And it's always been a thing, which is sad. That's crazy. Uh, anything else about the Super Bowl that is satanic. Do you think Audra? Uh, I mean, it's just why, what, I mean, what is the distraction? It's obviously to just entertain us people, right? The norms. Um, and then it's the elites that put on the show for the norms. The, the, is there a real ritual that goes on at the halftime show and does it and, and by it being replayed on TV, is it a ritual continuing on? Well, I think it- so. I'm, Yeah. I mean, it's like when these people like Beyonce or different people are using their music, that's a really good way to get to people because they don't have any idea that they're engaging in something at that point. And then you have all this symbolism there with like Satan and you're just watching it. And it's like, you're basically engaging with him at that point. Mm-hmm. Do you know? It's yeah. like, why do you have to do that? Like people should turn it off. It should turn people off, not go like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Look at that. That's, and I mean, it's just, it's pure evil to me. I'm like, I can't believe people can even look at that as entertainment, but by listening to that and watching it and then having them continually play it, it's like, even just the masks are, are a satanic ritual, um, standing six feet apart, like all the stuff that they've had us do for COVID is making people engage in that, even the, the, like the vaccine. So, 
you know, these uh, Luciferians are into like even cannibalism, right? Sure. So, I mean, they want us to basically also like because there's um, fetal cells in food flavoring. So as long as we're engaging in that without knowing, it's like we're engaging in these rituals and and we should be paying attention so we don't do that. Like the shots have fetal cells in them. And so they're just injecting them into us. But they also have chimeric cells, which is like a chimera is half human, half beast. And we shouldn't, that's yeah. not, that's Satan right there. So yeah. it's it's all these things that we've they've normalized that if we don't look deeper and go look at the element of having Satan within that, because this is his playground. This is his we're living in his world, you know? I mean, if you don't acknowledge that, then you won't see how things can be evil because you'll just think that people aren't capable of that, like human trafficking or even pedophilia or murder. I mean, but it's like, we know those things go on. It's, you know, but if you just don't add that element into it, then you just are going to be able to just go, no, it's not bad. And it's like, you got to realize how bad it is in order to want to change it. Right. Well, Gabby, what were you going to say? Yeah, it's crazy. No, nothing. I was just going to ask her what are her thoughts on them wanting to just normalize the pedophilia and all of that right now. What are oh my, your thoughts on that? Well, it's disturbing because it's like I'm a I'm a victim, and um, you know, 30 years ago when I came out and called the guy on, I mean, he, I was his um, I went to his house every day because his was the son of my babysitter, and so I had to call him after I left after nine years, and I was like 12, and um, you know, he admits it on tape basically at the police station when I had to call him. And then I go to court and they're like, well, what do you think should happen? I said, well, I think you should go to jail for a year. I didn't know. I was like, a year sounds like a long time for me. <laughs> so, yeah. and they said, well, he yeah. would be worse off if we sent him to jail. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So he's not even a like registered sex offender. And then I found out later that he was continuing to do this with like teenage girls. Cause I was like, real young when he was doing it and he even had a girlfriend at the time it's like so i mean they're normalizing this stuff by saying well i mean because he was only 10 years older than me right so they're like well it's only like it's young person love like they just love you it's like mm. you know i mean they're trying to make it like it's not disgusting i'm like i don't yeah. care how old they are this is not something that you should condone but the more they do that it's like even just with um, the transgender stuff, you know, like you could be whatever you want. I mean, they just are blurring the lines of everything and pedophilia should never be something. I mean, they're like releasing these sex offenders in, you know, the County in different places, not so much anymore. They said they don't want anymore, but they still have them. And it's like, why are we castrating children when these right. people should be castrated? Then you let them go wherever. You know, that's fine. Or, or put them on a like prison yard where they can all be together. But these people are repeat offenders. That's the problem. And they just like they're worried about putting them near children's schools. I'm like, why don't you worry about putting them near anybody? I don't understand right. why we're condoning this, but they're just like, well, it's like, you know, maps. What is it again? It's like male, minor, I don't minor, know, minor person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, they're just using it as like a new sexual term. Like there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a man masturbating in a woman's locker room. Like there's nothing wrong with a man, you know, exposing themselves to kids, like in a locker room. What's wrong with that? They're woman. That's a woman. You don't know what you see. You're, you're confused. Yeah. They have, uh, <laughs> they have two TV shows coming out. There's a TV show with this girl that she's 26, but she looks like she's 12 and there's a guy that's 26, whatever, same age, whatever. But she looks like a toddler and they're going through their whole story. And, and there's another one where there's 20 year old guys, 
that are dating uh 50 year old moms and they're all you know it's a all those guys are they're dating each other's moms so oh i gosh. i see i'm oh starting to see like, they're trying to normalize that and once they do that they can go a little lower and a yes. little lower and i think especially with the 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 girl that looks like she's a toddler um i think that show is going to be a more main focus for pedophilia because it's going to be like, well, guys are attracted to a girl that yeah. looks like she's 12, you yeah. know, but she happens to be 26. So it's legal, but maybe she yeah. wasn't 26. Um, but I see it. So bad. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, so bad. Is there anything else that we're missing out about the Super Bowl? Roger. Um, well, I did want to say, I know this year they're not requiring um, masks or vaccines or any tests, which I think is really great, but that's because it's in Arizona and that governor has actually fought against the, um, he's calling the unconstitutional COVID vaccine mandates uh, that Biden has put down. So I'm like, that's good. I was really impressed because I thought, well, who dictates that? Is it going to be him or will it be like the NFL? You know, because it mm -hmm. kind of depends um, certain places. It'll be the people that are that are doing the venue. And then other times it'll just be like, you know, like, say, um, the person that owns the building or whatever. Like, you never know where the mandate or their requirement is going to come from, because, like I said, people doing shows, some places may not require it going in all the time. But when this artist comes, that artist requires everybody to be vaccinated mm -hmm. or tested or whatever. And it's like, how are these people... Why would you even want to participate? Why would you want to spend money if that is what they're requiring? Like, yeah. that's the problem is that we're, it's like the Balenciaga stuff, right? Like they have all this child, you know, um, uh, stuff where they're just in like bondage. And I mean, yeah. but yeah, people are just like, no, just keep supporting. It's okay. It's like, just keep giving it some money. Like keep giving Disney money, keep giving, you know, all of these entities yeah. money because, well, my kid just needs to see it. It's like, but if you knew what was going on, you wouldn't even want to, give them any a dime and that's how we have to stop it too like you're saying like quit watching or quit spending money at these places you know it's like we're the ones yeah. feeding the beast we're just like okay mm -hmm. it's right there you go yeah exactly. yeah we what it is what it is thank you audra where can they find you uh well like i said so on saturdays at 5 p.m you can find me on kcbq the answer san diego on my show eye of the storm it's 11 70 a.m and 96.1 fm i'm also on instagram at um drudge a morgan it looks like dr aj morgan um but it's not um. <laughs> okay <laughs> oh, <that's true. laughs> gabby last words no, I'm just so happy that she came out and um, wanted to speak to us and inform us and make us aware of what's happening in the Super Bowl. And it's just up to you guys to uh, what are you guys going to do with this information? Are you guys going to be silent or are you guys going to speak out and be courageous and bold like Audra? So thank you, Audra, for being here with us. Thank, thank you. you thank you so much. It's such a great opportunity. It's great seeing you, too. You got it. All right, guys, that's it for the Weber's Report. We will see you tomorrow. I love this song, by the way. It's great.